When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. The podcast no one asked for, but you want it anyway. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom show comedy bits. I have to say, Tim, that sounded like a bit of a dig, but uh, we're going to move past it together. I'm so happy that Tim did as <laughs> an intro for us. So it's happy. cool. It's cool. It, it, again, we are the podcast that no one asked for, but you don't have to say that out loud. You don't have to put that up for the people to hear, especially right before we come on, Tim. I feel thrown <laughs> off. No, we're fine. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're blowing it up. We're talking Fourth of July stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's the start of summer here. We just did this big uh, camp fundraiser to send some kids. It was a live show in downtown Indy. Not downtown, in Irvington at the Irving Theater. A lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Alsley, did you have a good time? I had a great time. I was up at the front with Jason, kind of scanning in some tickets Mm -hmm. for some listeners. I met a very lovely teacher from Spiceland. in Spiceland, huh? Spiceland, Indiana. Okay. It's kind of All my, right. my hood area. Mm-hmm. There was uh, some llama farmers. Llama farmers. Uh, somebody from Wisconsin came down. Yeah, he did. And you know, he's he's the one that told me, he was like, I still haven't listened to that podcast where you and Chick broke oh, up. I'm yeah. waiting to see what happens. And I was like, homie, that was in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> A lot has happened. <laughs> I didn't know uh, that existed. And I'm going to listen to that when I work out, so I cry. Oh. <laughs> People Keep think it's going. sweat. And I'm yeah. like, oh, he's working out so hard. I don't know how easy it is to find off the air podcast. It's, it's, apparently, it's very easy because okay, I have people good. now okay. that just say, hey, okay. I just started listening to off the air. And I'm like, really? what? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, I also remember uh, Jamie, the truck driver, was there. Yes. Um, and a former intern of ours. Oh, really? Yeah. Did I know the former intern? You told it. You told oh, me I he did. was there. Uh Sean, Sean, aka Oreo Jones. If you are in uh, the the music scene, he just knowing him and him coming to me makes mm-hmm. me. I'm, I'm like, I am the hippest. Dude I know, in the room I know, because I know him. That's yeah, exactly I, what happened to me. Because I went home and Max was like, Hey, did anybody did anybody come to the show? And I was like, Well, not you, jerk. But uh, he said, I go, uh, Sean. I said Oreo Jones came, and he was like. You know Oreo Jones? <laughs> I said, yeah. I was like, we're friends. I saw him and Jason hanging out, and I was like, what's wrong? <laughs> know, what is going on? I know. There's something wrong with it. Oreo's too cool. He's way too cool for me. What's and Jason's talking to him about quinoa or something? I don't know. I know, and he's and he was so excited to see us and to be oh, there, yeah. and it oh, just, yeah. like, it was it was so awesome. And I said, come by the station anytime. And being here in the podcast and doing what we do, it just hit me. Yeah. I don't think he's in a bit. 
Oh, ever? I don't know. I need to ask him. I don't know if, if we have him in a bit. And I, I mean, I could ask Dean, but yeah. my brain is not no. finding him anywhere. No. Yeah. And he did he produce? He was a producer for some shows, too, for a little while, Well, right? he produced my, he helped produce with oh, another guy, okay. Sammy, produced um, a little show. I had a, a sports show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, why is she laughing so much? It's killing me. <laughs> yeah, Jessica's, Jessica's kid, Addie, here. She's the best. Or Jessica. Jess's kid, not Jessica's kid. <laughs> Jess's kid, daddy, and she's sitting right behind Jess. And so, yeah. you guys, I have the perfect view. I don't know if you have this one, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have you right here, and then Addie is like the little devil on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's just smirking like she's telling you little yeah. secrets. She's, that are gonna... she's sitting in the mix room where uh, Alsman and I usually sit when we're on the show. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's pumped and she can hear us. So she's really excited. Full, full smile, ear to ear. It's like permanent. Yeah, I love it. Smiley. Oh, she can't hear us. Dang, I was going to make fun of her a bunch, you know? I was going to really lean in. No, I was kidding. And then no, I was going to no. go punch Willie oh, in the face. Damn it, she's giving me the finger. Look at that. Look how you raised her there. No, I'm kidding. She's not. She's very sweet. Well, let's do this. Let's get into our first bit. This is some fun. Here is uh, some of the most patriotic bravado ever in a Bob and Tom bit. The Bob and Tom Show presents Great Moments in Independence Day History. <laughs> There were many heroes of the American Revolution. Historians often recount the brave tales of men like Nathan Hale, Ethan Allen, Paul Revere, and of course George Washington. Teachers quote the words of these brave men and schoolchildren become familiar with phrases like, The British are coming! and... I regret that I have but one life to give for my country. But one of the bravest men in history was surely young Private Daniel Burroughs, who quietly snuck up on an encampment of British soldiers in rural Vermont. When the three dozen surprised redcoats turned and saw the lone patriot, They had to have admired his bravery as he stood and exclaimed, Yeah, how you like me now, Biatch? I'm going to dust a camp in your lolly asses. You on American soil now, dog? Yeah, Jack, Uh who's the bitch now? Uh Who's the bitch now? Although he did not fire a single shot, he certainly intimidated the British troops. And they proceeded opening fire and riddling him with nearly 50 musket balls. He most likely died instantly. But historians agree that the looks on those Brit faces must have been priceless. We at the Bob and Tom Show salute you, Private Burroughs. The craziest mother in the Vermont Volunteer 3rd Regiment. This has been Great Moments in Independence Day History. Incredible. Not a lot of people know about that guy, Burroughs. They don't talk about him enough. It's crazy. Here we go. I think I have an idea for our first piece of Bits and Pieces merch. You guys ready for this? Yeah, yeah. A lot of Bob and Tom merch, a lot of hats, posters, whatever. We have no bits and pieces of merch, and I think this is what it is. It's a quote from that, which is, uh, who's the bitch now? And we just say, quote, (laughs) Dean Metcalf. (laughs) Because Dean is the nicest person in the whole world. I I love it when the narrator 
be- turns into the character yeah. of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, and only Dean, and no one does it like Dean. No, and like part of it, you wonder just like, hey, was that like a low production thing? Like, was Dean just here so late that there was no one else in the building and he was going to have somebody fill in for him? Right. But I, I don't even, it doesn't need to be that because it's just so, it's so funny that it is Dean doing both. Yeah. He can I, do it all. Yeah. And just that it's a sort of um, the bravado of someone in the 2000s mm-hmm. back in whatever, mm-hmm. the 1700s. Also, who's the bitch now? I believe that line is also in um, the film. Oh, the great film uh, featuring Eddie Griffin and DJ Qualls called <gasps> The New Guy. Yes. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> Are you guys familiar? Who does the crazy eyes? And yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. The New Guy. I definitely had that on DVD, and we watched The New Guy a lot. We that was we were a big we were a big uh, New Guy household. DJ Qualls, also in the movie Hustle and Flow, where he plays the, the nerdy white guy that makes the beats. So you're telling me that Dean lifted this line from this movie. Oh, no. Bit. I don't think he lifted it oh, okay, from it. Okay. I think that maybe, like, Who's the Bitch Now maybe was just more... <laughs> okay. I love saying it like that. I'm like, and I think that uh, Who's the Bitch Now was, I believe it started in 2002 on... Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. But I, I know that, that that line, or at least the sentiment of that line, maybe even just the phrase, Da Bitch, does appear in that movie. <laughs> I feel like a big weirdo saying, Da Bitch, <laughs> like that. I love that Josh, uh, this past week or two, has been uh, he's been doing an impression from a movie, a line from, uh, is it Snakes on a Plane? Which one's he doing? Oh, no, it's the movie Anaconda. Anaconda, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, it's sorry. Snakes That Big Out There. Yeah. <laughs> you got Snakes That Big Out There? It's, yeah. So, yeah, it's, a, it's a very fun one. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun doing that. And by, it's Ice Cube, I've, that, that guy is a part of so many of my favorite movies. Uh, Friday, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Ice Cube's film career. By the way, speaking of Ice Cube and even Ice-T, how many local establishments have you been to that have their pictures? Sure. On, on the drink machine. On the drinks machine and over there? They got Yeah, there was this place in Boulder called Chiba Hut. Oh, even Boulder, okay. Which, I don't know if you can believe this, it was a weed-themed sub shop. What? It's like, <laughs> I thought that subs were already pretty good. Yeah, they're all named after, like, strains and stuff. Like, it'd be like the Purple Kush sandwich, and it was, like, grilled chicken and provolone or whatever. Hmm. Very odd. It's honestly, in, in Boulder, the 420 culture is a little bit annoying. <laughs> it's a little bit too much, and that's me saying that. Well, uh, let's get right into our next bit. It's a, it's a good Bob and Tom one. Here is the odd couple of Bob and Tom show bits. Hello there, I'm Bart McAllister. And I'm Sid Gurney. You know why I love the 4th of July, Sid? Well, because you're a veteran, Bart, and marks our country's independence? No, because it gives me a chance to make some cash to support my whore habit. <laughs> you know, Sid, I was in that little conflict called Korea. I came back to the States with two things. A pride in your service and a love for your country, Bart? A screaming case of syphilis and a cachet of stolen explosives. <laughs> hey, tell me the syphilis is mostly dormant, and the explosives have allowed me to open Bart McAllister's short-fuse fireworks. Bart, you can't sell military explosives to the uh, general public. Sid, what have I told you about straying from the copy? Will you put your boot up my butt? Oh, I didn't know you listened to me, Gurney. <laughs> I always listen, Bart. I, I don't always agree, but I always listen. Well, well, I'll tell you God! Here's what I want you to do, Sid. Show off our crowd favorite. I'm selling it under the name Friendly Fire. Oh my God, Bart, it's nothing but a lethal mortar shell. Yeah, shut up and point it toward the freeway. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, my God, you blew up my new Dodge, you crazy bastard! I'll sue you! 
Yeah, kiss my ass. It's the 4th of July. <laughs> my God, Bart, this is human carnage. Just look at it. Journey, your idea of the 4th of July may be God. running around in your underwear with your friends waving sparklers. <laughs> but at Bart McAllister's short fuse fireworks, we guarantee you the biggest bang. Journey, quit your whimpering and read the damn disclaimer. Oh, jeez. Bart McAllister not responsible for any dumbass who loses an eye, a limb, speech, hearing, or any combination there. Of. Any litigation should be filed against Sidney L. Gurney. What's the L stand for, Sid? Well, it's Leonard. My Leonard. Great grandfather on my mother's side. He was a locksmith, Bart, and he used to fascinate us with his endless oh, stories. Oh, 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 oh. I'm caught! my lip! So that's Bart McAllister's. Excuse me, I'm the fire marshal, and we're here to shut you down, McAllister. I haven't done a damn thing wrong, you fat. <laughs> Just look at this room, full of LP gas tanks right next to a lit flame. What do you call that? Well, I call it our propane fat finale. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Doris! So that's Bart McAllister's short fuse fireworks. Well, What's their motto, Gurney? Legal fireworks are for... Open noon to two. Look for the smoke just off the bypass. <laughs> help now. You heard him, guys. No legal fireworks this year for Fourth of July. That's right. Do you guys do a big fireworks thing at your Fourth of July shindigs? Um. So we live in uh, in a county outside of Marion, and uh, we. There started to be this one guy on the corner uh, just outside of my neighborhood would just do this wild, wild fireworks show, right? So we're like, well, we don't have to drive downtown and see fireworks. We'll just stay home. Well, and then somebody bought a giant house across the street, and they started hosting a 4th of July. So then it became this pissing contest between these guys, right? Mm -hmm. And then another guy got involved. There's four different going on the weekend of the 4th of July. And now they have signs in their yard that say, uh, taking donations. Donations Mm -hmm. welcome. For the fireworks, so basically, yeah. So they like want you to give, like, you well, they want you to donate to whoever you want, like, to have the biggest fireworks display. So we donate to the one closest to our house. (laughs) Really? Yeah, that's awesome. But you get to see all four, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, because of trees and different things, it's hard to see, and it's better to stay at our house because somebody likes to sit inside and watch the window, not crazy about the noise. So, yeah, 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 I hear you. Your daughter? Yes. Yeah, your daughter, by the way, she's being a menace right now. She has Pringles in her mouth trying to look like a duck. <laughs> trying to throw me off. It's very funny, Addie. I see yeah. you. That's <laughs> hard, too. Letting her listen may have been a bad idea. We, maybe we should uh, yeah. turn on YouTube or something. Yeah. That's right. okay. She doesn't need it. What's on YouTube? There's no idiots like this on YouTube. Are you kidding me? Oh, well. There's actually a lot more idiots. On oh, you YouTube. think so? I like to think that I'm a special, unique kind of idiot. You yeah, know? yeah. I like to think that I like. I feel like we all bring our idiotcy together. We make something special. Yeah, right, yeah. right. That's it's a, a really quick. By the way, I do want to point out that in that there's a legal disclaimer uh, where instead of saying any individual, they say any dumbass, <laughs> and I think that companies really should do that. Because some of those disclaimers, you read them, they're so weird. Right. My dad always brings up the example about the disclaimers on a ladder, you know, things like that. The disclaimer on a ladder, as long as a CVS receipt or whatever the joke's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, sometimes you read these disclaimers and you go, okay, I know that I shouldn't get this wet. You know, things like that. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, I I'm like, you're making there. a really good point, Willie. I don't know what more you want us to say. No, I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> sometimes, let's just go to the next damn bit then. Great. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. It's that wild and dirty fella. It's Tim Cavanaugh. 
he gave two thumbs up. Like Roger Ebert, two thumbs up. On Independence Day, in an accident at our backyard, fireworks display, my dad gave two thumbs up. Our neighbor heard the screaming and ran out to his yard and got the finger from my dad. More than one. And gunpowder was found underneath dad's fingernails, underneath a Chevrolet parked half a mile away. My dad always had my mother. My mother. Wrapped around his little finger. Tell us more. Well, that finger and my mom landed on the roof. She got cuts and bruises and shingles. Ouch! As Dad recovered, visitors came by. His insurance man came and went unrecognized. Because to my dad, everybody looked like good hands people. He can't do, here's the church. He can't do, here's the steeple. Except up to his second knuckle. Man, I'm hoping that his luck will be better next time. Have a safe, 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 fourth, fourth of July. Fourth of July now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way we rehearse it, you guys. Hey, you guys. Fourth, fourth of July now. Would you mind stop snapping your fingers? It makes my dad jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. What a lovely and then weirdly sad bit at the end. Uh, I, I, the singers, I want to. I know that one is Mark Allison. Mm-hmm. Jason, are you the other singer? I, I don't think I'm on that. I think it's probably just Dean. The the original Cavanets is just oh. Dean and Mark. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I, I have been in rarely in the past, but I don't recall being on that one. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think of some dangerous fireworks stories. Thankfully, as a kid, we didn't have too many because my dad was so safe. The Mr. Safety thing isn't a joke. I really do remember him wearing safety goggles, having either a long uh, lighter or having the full butane torch. Right. Yeah. Going back. Lighting, and then he would run back to us, and then as a group, we would all run back like behind like another barrier or whatever, mm-hmm. and he would fire some stuff. Oh, off. I love that. Yeah, it was a little bit of fun, but we we he, we never. He wasn't going to let anybody blow their thumbs off. That oh wasn't happening at the Griswold house. You know what my dad did? We would all so we had a we had this awesome lake house growing up, and it was my dad and two of his cousins that built this house together. They all uh, no different tra- or they've all worked in different trades, so they were literally able to build mm-hmm. this house. And so all of us kids, there's, and I think I've said this before, but there was like 15 kids all under the age of 10, all Mm. with names that started with J, except three that started with B, but we don't have to talk about that. And uh, we would sit on the porch, this great big wood porch that looked out over the lake. It was beautiful. And that's how we would watch fireworks every year. And one year, uh, (laughs) all the grownups took firecrackers and like lit as many firecrackers as they could and threw them under the porch where we were sitting. Mm. Oh, they thought that was funny. These are the grown-ups. <laughs> the grown-ups. That the grown-ups put firecrackers under the porch. I'm sure it was hilarious. I I would hope someone has this on VHS somewhere of us just scattering mm. and yeah. screaming. <laughs> Yeah. Is there a, a risk of fire affiliated with that? Are no, they, are they I don't certain? think. I, don't, I mean, maybe not. I'm not sure. Maybe someone responsible was standing by with a fire extinguisher, but I doubt it. 
I feel like if you're saying, hey, let's light the kids on fire, I feel like there's not just going to be like no, Uncle they Larry just with that. really enjoyed scaring us. They did scare us a lot when we were kids. But we also, as kids, we would take old pop bottles and stick um, uh, bottle rockets, literally bottle rockets in old pop bottles, light them and shoot them oh. off of each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Did it you guys do a, that? Yeah, yeah, but, well, I wouldn't participate. I watched oh. the boys. Oh. Because I was a little scaredy cat. I was yeah. excited just to hold the bottle out yeah, of my hand. Yeah, there you go. Like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Except when those boys turned to be, what, 25, and someone's like, hey, let's make a bottle rocket bomb or whatever. So it's like all of them oh. wadded up together, mm-hmm. and they throw it in a fire. Oh. And then let's see what happens. That's very, Guess very what? Dumb. It lands on the neighbor's roof. Oh. And, uh, a bunch of other stuff, too. Any so. fire start or no? Uh, thankfully not there. It did damage a car. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I remember the first time I ever used like a Roman candle mm-hmm. when I was playing with one of those with my brothers. It's a weapon. I mean, we got, we got, like, because if I, you, you light it and then it fires off like whatever it is, like eight to 13 or whatever it is. And then yeah. Pew, pew. Mm-hmm. I think it fired off two or three times yeah. before we realized the, the potential of what this could be yeah. Yeah. before we're turning it. Run, run, run. And then, right. ah! like whichever is the littlest or the slowest has to get out of the way. A lot of fun. Very dangerous. Don't do that if you're listening. So does your dad do fireworks with the little kids now? Yeah, but it's the same kind of thing. It's yeah, in the driveway. Okay. It's okay. either has he either has the the proper uh, propane blowtorch, yeah, yeah. or he has the big like candle lighter. Right. And everyone is like back 20, 30 feet. Right. He runs up, he lights it, and then we run back even farther back. Right. And he does have the safety goggles, which yeah. that's not a joke. Mm-mm. And it's not like he has like a pair of ski goggles that he wears as safety. No, he has like proper like the goggles that they make for like. Welders, not welders. No, What's it like is. one step below a welder? No, it, but I want to see Tom with the welder helmet. There are degrees of a welding helmet. Because I wear uh, a welding helmet that like gets dark when you arc the torch. Yeah. When you do that. But I also wear my welding gloves that come up to my, whenever I do it. Because oh, I don't want to get burnt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he's got the big glasses. And he also uses those uh, when he cooks bacon. Okay, I, <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah. He, that's 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 completely 100 yeah. percent real. Keep him around. I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like when I've cooked bacon, I worry. Even just frying something else, mm-hmm. that something could. Yeah, because I mean, I've had something catch me it, other it places. Feels, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel it somewhere. Yeah. And then what if it got in your eye? I know. I know. I've had this happen to me, and I told my butt, and I wasn't wearing a shirt when I cooked the bacon. You told who and what? My friend. I was like, yeah, I got bacon, and it burnt my it burnt my chest. And he was like, why aren't you wearing a shirt when you cook bacon? Mm. That's not that weird, is it? No, it's nine thirty in the morning. Why it's do I need to shirt in the morning? Yeah. I'm home alone. Jess, I can see a little bit of judgment coming from Europe. No, I think You're it's cool? a it's a guy thing. Yes. definitely a guy thing. <laughs> it definitely yeah. makes me feel like Tony <laughs> Soprano being like, I mean, I'm sitting here waiting for the bacon to go. Right. I get a little pop. It's the oil. but I don't know. I think if it was a Tony Soprano thing, you would have your your robe on and open. Actually. Oh wait, yeah. yeah, and that's another thing we have to yeah. talk about recklessly. Recklessly, <laughs> another thing we have to talk about is at the Irving on Friday night. Jess came out. I have my show shirt that I don't want to get sweaty i'm waiting outside and i'm wearing this it's a wife beater basically it's from it's from a woman's shapewear company and i wear it to sort of suck me in on jason i lost 50 pounds no one said a damn word so i bought some spanks okay, okay. i'm saying and I'm wearing, that. you look good on stage i'm wearing this like wife beater thing and she's like are you going for like a tony soprano effect and i was like hell yeah i'm going for tony <laughs> i look cool right now i think i look cool well actually we have a special thing we're going to throw to i don't know about about this we have an extra bit free bit it's a free podcast and so i'm throwing to my pal and yours it's chasing offsets 
Hi, folks. I'm Billy Amazing with more of my amazing made-for-TV offers brought exclusively to Bob and Tom Show listeners. Well, nothing says 4th of July like a majestic firework display. But don't you hate setting outside at a crowded fairgrounds? It's always hot. There are always mosquitoes, and you have to wait until after dark before the fireworks begin. Well, not anymore, thanks to these amazing indoor fireworks. That's right. These Billy Amazing pyrotechnics are full-strength commercial sky rockets, except they're designed to be fired off in your home. How is that possible? It's easy thanks to our patented InstaFuse technology. Just light it and forget it. Your indoor fireworks will launch and explode almost simultaneously. You'll barely have time to say ooh and ah. Just don't forget to turn off your ceiling fan instead of sitting on the hard ground with a bunch of strangers wondering when things will get started. With my amazing indoor fireworks, you can enjoy a spectacular display from the comfort of your couch. You'll get all your favorite Spiders, chrysanthemums, Bermuda Triangles, Zingers, Whooshers, Wham Bam Mammies, and Limbs Be Goners. And if you find most fireworks displays boring and predictable, you'll want to order the Billy Amazing Radical Randomizer Remote Fuse System. Just plug all the fuses of your fireworks into the box, hit the button, and sit back and enjoy as a computer chip automatically selects one of 75 pre-programmed sequences and gets you anywhere from a 30-second pyrotechnic assault to a three-and-a-half-hour show that you're never sure you've seen the end of. This has been the best 4th of July ever. First the indoor fireworks and now this romantic dinner. You know, it's getting kind of late. Maybe we should head back to my place. Yeah, sounds good to me. Order your indoor fireworks right away. Uh, yeah. Our operators are standing by. Just be sure to speak loudly. Our operators have lost most of their hearing. <laughs> Call today. I'm Billy Mazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a joke that's just for me. Our operators have lost most of their hearing. That tickles me. I mean, that that is exactly the kind of joke that I love. Billy Amazing, indoor fireworks. Uh, what do you guys think? Indoor fireworks? Well, Jess, you basically told a story about your parents doing indoor fireworks underneath the children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were on the porch that was connected to the house. So, yeah. But we, uh, at my house, I have thrown the giant uh, poppets in, mm-hmm. in the house mm-hmm. just I, yeah. to scare the kids. I've absolutely done that. Yeah. Did you ever bite those? <gasps> I feel like the boys growing up would always put them between their oh, teeth. What? The I kids yes. that bit on those things yeah. are all in jail now. Every <laughs> kid it's like that bit dairy, the poppets. A double dog dare you to make them. And then they pretend like they're smoking. I mean, they're all criminals is what they are. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that I, is the most Tom Griswold thing you've ever said. It's, the, it's those kids. <laughs> it's, it's like the same as like, there's like a certain like Mountain Dew genre of kid that would just beat me up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Does I that do. make any sense? I do. Oh my god! I wouldn't beat you up, but I do like that do. <laughs> P.S. Mountain Dew USA. What's a great it? flavor out right now. You must try. What is it? It's Is it red? Is it limited time only? Purple. Mm. It is a Purple? It combines code red, whatever, the Baja bluish blue. one, yeah. and then the white one. There's a white Mountain yes, Dew? That yeah. I, I'm familiar. I, I love all those Mountain Dews. My and favorite it tastes one is... like grape. Pretty... 
Purple Drake. Oh, okay. Know. Is okay. it just Purple Code Drake? Red and Baja Blast combined? And a white Mountain Dew. Oh, it's all of them. Oh, red, Ma- white, and blue. Mountain, Got it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't. Research, white Lightning or something? Or I don't know. When oh, I said something. Mountain Dew kid, I just meant one kid that beat me up that used to drink spiked right. Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'm just talking <laughs> about one little jerk. You're profiling, Willie. It hurt I, me. I am, but no, yeah, I, I, I will stand by that 100%. The little poppet things, the things that you throw at the ground and they smoke, the kids that bit those and then would pretend to be, I mean, they're all in prison doing hard time right now. I'll stand by that. <laughs> they're the same ones that would touch the electric fence yes. and then dare you to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah, they didn't never touch it. They lied. I mean, those kids, when they weren't beating me up, they were like shoving pencil clips into outlets. Those kids were all trouble. <laughs> uh, so here's, this is sort of, it's not my story really, but a story that I saw on Instagram. My buddy, Sean Donnelly, a guy who I've opened for before. I love him a lot. One of my mm-hmm. favorite He's comedians. been on the show here. Yeah, yeah no, he's no. been on the show yeah, plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and he's pals with Josh. Truly one of my favorite people in the whole world. So funny. On his Instagram story about like, a, I want to say like a year and a little bit of change, like two months into quarantine, mm-hmm. when everybody's like, okay, we're here for a while, everyone's getting into hobbies. He bought a smoker, but he lives in this apartment in, I think in like Long Island City in Queens. Oh, wow. And he thought that he was going to be able to smoke stuff in no. his apartment. <laughs> and so it's this video of the comedian Bobby Kelly being like, I'm here with my buddy, the idiot Sean Donnelly. <laughs> and he had to give him the smoker. I thought it was so, so, so funny. Oh, he didn't even have a balcony or anything? No, he thought he could just do it in the apartment. I don't know Aww. what it was. I haven't asked him about this. I don't know why I'm talking about it, but indoor fireworks brought me to that. Thought, but you I- know what? I, if, if, if he bought an electric smoker, like I would kind of maybe think that there was some kind of exhaust or something you could do. Put it I don't next know. to a window yeah, that's, that's kind open. Of, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know, but I don't gosh, know. I feel some, part of my like dumb brain was just like, say that you used to have a roommate that was a smoker. Say that you used to have a roommate, <laughs> you know, like go for the cheap joke. So, not, Willie, are you a big guy? Uh, do you think you'll grill out some steaks? What do you, uh, you... I do. I do a lot of marinated chicken on the grill in the summertime. Okay. I do steaks on the grill. And for me, burgers, I like a thin patty on a burger. Mm-hmm. I do most of my burgers inside. I okay, definitely sure. do burgers on the grill. But if I do that, I'm just doing like... A pre, like oh, okay. a pre uh, shaped like sure. Kroger patty. Sure, you know, sure, like sure, I'm not, sure. I'm not doing the thing where I put out my parchment paper and I get it thin. You and I do you're, like, you're a smash burger kind of yeah. guy, yeah. part right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like a thin burger. You get more opportunities for cheese and for toppings. You still get good meat. It's well seasoned because there's not that middle area where nothing. And you seasoned. like a crispy yeah. edge. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, should we just make this a burger podcast? I can go thirty more minutes on this. We, we we had a little uh, lunch for uh, Jess the other day, and I it's a steak place. Yes, but they do a steak burger yes. that is the best. <laughs> you should have seen. So Mark, uh, Mike, Mark orders a like a club sandwich, totally regular, Which is awesome, it's a fine good thing. There, yeah. yeah, and then Jason gets a burger, and then Kessler gets a salad, and every oh, you're getting a salad. People yeah. are making fun of them, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you can't you? do anything around here. No, you can't. No. You can't. You can't. And then everybody's on. food is coming out, and I'm watching, and I was I look at Josh, and I was. Like I got a ribeye, and he goes, "So did I." He goes, "Chicks paying, right?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh also did something where he just they go what, for the ribeye, which is like the fourteen or the ten ounce, and yeah. then Josh goes, "The fourteen is fine." <laughs> it's just funny to say the bigger one, but to I, use the term "fine." I, I wanted to lose my mind yeah. when he said that. I, yeah. He goes, "The fourteen's fine." Like the fourteen will do. Right, right, right. And I'm like. 
Wait, you're you're totally saying that opposite. I know. Yeah, and I, I hate that I'm doing that because at the end of the meal, he gave me, they had this bread pudding with chocolate. That you two destroyed. I didn't want to eat any dessert. I was completely <laughs> full. I was totally full. And he goes, pal, you got to get a bite of this. And I go, man, can I double dip in there? I, I wanted it so bad. We found this one place. I chipped away at it and there was just this little island of melted chocolate chips. And I just got in there like a maniac. My goodness. Oh, my mouth's watering right now. So good. Every time oh. we do this damn podcast, I'm just like, what am I going to get for lunch? later. Yeah. Okay, we're going to our next bit. This one, God, I mean, this person is just a time capsule that takes you right back to a certain period. You'll know what I'm saying. Hey, look, it's Pam Anderson and a 4th of July PSA. Pamela Anderson, the uh, distinguished actress, uh, formerly of Baywatch, uh, mm. has uh, chosen to do a uh, public service announcement. Uh, good morning, Pamela. Thanks for coming by. Uh, good morning, Larry. Uh, uh, it, it's It's Harry. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, now, listen, I understand that you're here today to record a public service announcement. Uh, you're going to tell America what Independence Day means to you. Uh, is that right? Oh, no. Th- there must be some sort of mistake. I'm here to talk about the 4th of July. <laughs> uh, uh, Pam, I- Independence Day is the 4th of July. Whoa, what a coincidence. Is that because it's like a leap year or something? Uh, yeah, um, never mind. Uh, listen, before we get started, um, tell me, have you, uh, you ever been in a recording studio before? Uh, sure, lots of times. I met my ex-husband Tommy in a recording studio. He took me around, showed me the amplifiers, the microphones, the tape machines. Then I gave him a b- <laughs> okay, well, uh, tell you okay. what, uh, let's, let's just go ahead and get started here. Um, uh, first, first you'll need to put on those headphones. Oh, oh, oh like this? Uh, yeah, that's great. Now, right in front of you is a microphone, and I think you know what that's for. Uh, uh, Pamela? Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, Pam, uh, I, I think, think we'll be able to hear you better if you take the microphone out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I really miss Tommy. Okay, great. Uh, I think we're ready to go. Um, all right, cue the music. All right, uh, Independence Day tribute written and recited by Pamela Anderson. Take one. Like, hi, everyone. Well, it's that time of year again. Time to celebrate the most important day in American history, July 4th, 1492. The day when our forefathers, at least I think there were four, came over on the Mayflower and discovered America. And then the British tried to raise our income taxes, and when we wouldn't pay, they attacked Pearl Harbor. Well, when Abraham Lincoln heard about it, he freed the slaves and forced them to build the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) Then they all sat in a big room and signed the most important document in our nation's history. The Declaration of Incontinence. <laughs> Woo, as you can see, they had a real busy day. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Okay, uh, hey, that's a wrap there, Pamela. Thanks. Thank you, Barry. Hey, how would you like to play with my big uh, well, Yeah, sure, I'd love to. Great, I'll run home and get them. <laughs> Thanks a lot, that's a wrap. <laughs> Uh, my favorite game to play is when something gets bleeped to be like, okay, I know that what she was going for there. I can assume what it was, but let's think of the weirdest thing that it could be. You know, nothing. No one I likes that know. one. <laughs> well, I thought you were gonna provide an example. <laughs> I was waiting. I'm opening it up. I'm getting damn nothing to you guys. I thought it was gonna be. 
<laughs> no, uh, yeah, I but know. But she had to go home. No, of course it's. But so I'm saying it if it's okay. pussy cats. Yeah, that's the that's the, it's come play with my big. I mean, oh. you can't even say the words that I want to say. So what I guess I'll just let you it go. Can, you can. You can. Let's believe him. Just do it. But, uh, but, butthole. Oh wait, wait, <laughs> Addie's listening. Addie's listening. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. That's you can't say like, butthole uh, all the time. It's a trick. Oh gosh. She's shaking her head like she's judging me now. <laughs> she's pe- looking at you people. She's looking at me like I just said shut up in Sunday class. You know, like you can't say that while you're here. Uh, yeah, Pam Anderson, man, she is a part of a very specific time period. Yeah, so I think it's an anniversary of when someone stole her and Tommy Lee's safe and distributed that homemade video. Do you remember that? I didn't remember someone stole the safe. So that's where it was. So there was all kinds of things in there, but their homemade videos were also in that safe. That's how they leaked, or that's how they got out. Someone stole the safe they were in. I always, I always feel like ninety percent of those get put out by the people oh yeah i mean kim kardashian yeah Yeah. like was it ray j or whatever yes yeah yeah Yeah, it didn't work out so well for him well (laughs) ray j yeah you mean the singer of my favorite song one four three are you guys not familiar with one four three no no what's one four three yeah one four three means i love you one four three i love you in the t9 days yeah oh yeah it's killer okay ray j's the man i i think i'm probably his biggest fan i guess you guys are more of a kim Kim I was Crow. more of a fan no. of his sister. Yeah, Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. Brandy yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandy rules. Yeah, for sure. All I, right. I like rock and roll. Sorry, people. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so that was the anniversary of uh, of them becoming. Did you guys ever see it? Uh, yeah, I saw. I if By it, you mean Tommy's little Tommy. Yes, I did. I little. Don't, I don't, yeah. Well, his his appendage. I don't even know what his. I think it's a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen the video. I've never seen his real schmeckle either. Really? Uh, just the clips they usually show, like, anytime it's a reference to it, and then you, oh. they always put something silly over it. On, like, yeah, VH1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, look at this walkie-talkie. Right. right. <laughs> like, that sort of thing. Yeah. I just remember that yeah. they had a, they're on a boat, right? Yeah. And there was just, like, you know, yeah. they're out in wherever and just yeah. having a good time. Yeah. Was yeah. it their honeymoon? No, I think that it was just... Them. Tuesday, just, <laughs> yeah, just a Tuesday. <laughs> just a Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Exactly. When you're rich and beautiful, and you got a thing like that, you can be on a boat anytime. Yeah. yeah. When everyone knows who you are in your yeah. mid 30s, you can just walk around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to think, and uh, maybe I'm glorifying this a little bit, but like that, they might have been at their prime Absolutely. at this time, and that there's video evidence yeah. of it. It's probably got to feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. To yeah. I I um I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't have a prime, or I haven't hit it yet, uh, and I don't know if I would want uh, uh, video evidence of it. Let, I guess. Let's put it this way: I'm past my prime. You're near it, and these two are not quite there. No, yet. not quite there. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I peaked. I peaked. Yeah. <laughs> I like, peaked in college. All these same. I peaked at 16, Jeez. guaranteed. 16. Oh, good lord! Oh, I was You're not doing man. it right. I was no. student council president. I had a hot girlfriend. I was the best. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, I've been washed up since I was 17 years old. <laughs> Donnie gets the down. Slides. Yeah. I feel like uh, wisdom plays a big part of it. You, can't, oh, you don't absolutely. have wisdom at, at 16, 18. What, what did Tim Wilson say? A man's not worth a damn till he's, whatever, 40? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. And uh, it was funny. I was in the grocery store on my, my 40th birthday was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I was I at the grocery it. store. I know. I can't believe it either. And my neighbor who lives across the street, shout out Gabe Lullis, and uh, but we've been friends since the sixth grade, and him and his family live across the street from me now. Couldn't ask for better neighbors. He's walking towards me. I got a basket. He's got a cart. 
he was like, hey, I'm buying today. It's your birthday, you know? And he was like, how you doing? How you feeling? Like, what's going on? And I was like, man, there is so much peace in the work that I've done in the last few years, like that I have arrived on my 40th birthday, that I mowed my own grass, I'm doing my own grocery shopping, and I'm not bitching about what I didn't get or who didn't show up or who didn't call. Like, mm-hmm, I am, mm-hmm. like... I could not be happier with the the way this day played out. But there is an old version of me that would have had anticipation and expectation and I would have wrecked my own day myself. And so the fact that I was just in the moment, living the day and just like, I don't like to say blessed or grateful, but there's really no other word for it. Like I felt so effing good on Tuesday and I feel like it's only like I was, I had such a early adult life that I think that I kept going, well, it's only got to get better. It's only going to get, I'm going to get better with age. I've decided I'm just going to get better with age. And now I'm, I actually, I am. I really think that I am. Although I, I tried to ruin it. You did? What did yeah. you do? Well, I didn't try to ruin it, but I was afraid I might have. When? On your birthday. What did I send you a text? Oh, what did you send me? Uh, I noticed you didn't leave any cake here. Oh, I didn't. I know. I got a beautiful cake. She took the cake. whole thing home. I took the whole cake As home. she should. It's her birthday. No, that's not how it works around here. You get a cake. Yeah, you take most of it home. And I do. But you leave a little for now, uh, the afternoon crew. And now you're saying this, and I remember I when you said that, and I and I put it in a container, and I put it in the refrigerator, and then I forgot it. I'm that's so right. sorry. That I cake just, was so damn good. It was called a hummingbird cake. Yeah, it was. Willie, it was, it Willie, was so good. Not now, please. Cream <laughs> cheese not frosting, now. little pineapple in there. I didn't mean to get all serious, I but I wanted you guys to know. Like, it's, I, I do. I love pineapple in a cake too. It's so so good. It's just the perfect amount of texture, and she put pecans in it. Do you have my cake preference in your little? I do. I is do. it that cake? No, but it can be. Why don't you make it that? Cake? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And and Amy was so wonderful when they told her that was my favorite cake. She was just like, I would love to make this for. Her. She's always excited to make a new cake anyway. So right. that was, okay. it was awesome. Okay. And the cream cheese frosting, mm, chef kisses, chef Mama. kisses, Amy. Oh <laughs> I'm a big fan of the cream cheese frosting. You can't. And she hers is perfection. Is it as good as, do you remember the guy that used to bring the food in the morning? Do you remember the brownies with the cream cheese frosting? Oh, so yeah. I don't, I, yeah, yeah, for, I do. For, for, we used to, we used to be such a bunch of spoiled brats around here. And yeah. we had, we had breakfast or yeah. some kind of food made for us every morning and brought in. And for me, it's macaroni and cheese and chicken salad. That was my two favorite things that he made. All I remember is the cheesy potato casserole. That was good. That which was John good. Panette came in one time. <laughs> John Panette, famously a very big guy yeah. on Broadway as the mom in the in the hairspray. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, John yeah. Panette goes, how do you stay here every day with this cheesy potato casserole? <laughs> I don't know why I did Jay Leno just uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You see this cheesy potato casserole? Yeah. Uh, Terry was his name, I believe. Does that yes. sound right, Jess? Absolutely was yes, his name. Jess, okay. Yes, Terry. Yeah, 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 yeah He yeah, made yeah. a great soup, too. Oh, some he, chicken and... Oh, he yeah. had everything. That, that We just... Louis loved everything he made. But yes. you said breakfast. It was like... It was either like meatball subs. It or, was. It was the best <laughs> thing. That's the thing about like... I know by the time we would, we would have breakfast here, I say breakfast... It, because it was morning time, but he brought because we're still burnt out. There's there's kind of limited menu with breakfast, mm-hmm. so he would bring us all kinds of food. Sometimes it was breakfast, sometimes it wasn't. One day when he brought the brownies, I ate. 
I, I think probably every brownie except for one or two. Are you serious? I think I made sure Bob and Chick got one, and then I think I just went to <laughs> just work. just went to work, yeah. I just got, I mean, those are so good. And then the beginning part of quarantine, <laughs> I made those brownies. How'd it go? It was really good. I mean, I just, I didn't wait for the brownies to cool, and so the cream cheese icing was more like like milk in a cookie, like mm-hmm. it was kind of melty. But that was all kind of good, to be honest with you. you really? Know what I'm talking about? Okay. So okay. Back, back to the brownies, eating all of them but two. So I can just, I just, I see little Willie going, mm-hmm. all right, Mark's my friend i'll eat his num 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 uh jimbo and i are buddies i'll eat his and you're just going through the whole staff right no honestly in my (laughs) head i was just like if bob and chick get theirs then i think i can sort of just make everyone else think that someone else ate too or someone else (laughs) i was like the math doesn't yeah it was was like i was doing like a brownie ponzi scheme in the green room you know (laughs) they're not all gonna know that somebody else didn't right 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 Oh my gosh, so damn good. Yeah. I got to make some more of those later today. Yeah, I said damn like 10 times today. Sorry, I, Addy. I just said something else. And the I, one day when there's a, a baby. Yeah, I, <laughs> I said okay. You did. I'm yeah. excited about that. Jason, write that down. <laughs> yeah. You guys, she's going to be 16 in October. She's heard a lot. It's oh right. my goodness. Yeah. Okay, well, we have one more thing that we're going to leave you with, and it is some safety procedures for this 4th of July. Screen Door Productions presents... Fireworks safety and you. Fourth of July fireworks are fun for the whole family, but caution must be exercised to keep the holiday celebration a safe one. That's why, unparalleled in design and function, the patented one-of-a-kind Fergler 5000 Fire Defeater is on sale today in aisle five. At Burglar's Hardware. Should you find yourself surrounded or engulfed in flames and a fire defeater is not at hand, following these steps might save your life. Here's Brittany having fun at the annual neighborhood 4th of July street fireworks display, not knowing that danger lurks around every inch of this cul-de-sac. Careful, Brittany. That lit Roman candle in the tipped-over Coke bottle is aiming right at you and your highly flammable tight white T-shirt and shorts. <laughs> Luckily, Matt knows that dousing oneself with water is a good idea in fire prevention. <laughs> Matt has the top-of-the-line, Fergler flexible 9,050-foot hose. Look. Brittany's got the right idea, doing it herself, making sure that the highly flammable front part of her shirt gets the wettest. Mm. (laughs) And the colder the water, the better. Matt suggests that Brittany get on top of the nearest car hood. Maybe dancing would help. Maybe to something from Whitesnake. While a garden hose is a good start, an even safer method is to get into the nearest shower in someone's home in order to completely douse potential flames or to prevent the flames laying still dormant uh, from spreading. (laughs) Always thinking of others, neighbor Jason yells out, I have a shower, I have a shower, I have a shower, I have a shower. Okay, good work, Jason. Now that's being a real team player. Here we see Brittany soaking herself in the shower with flowing, warm, caressing water. Everyone knows that shower fire prevention is best accomplished with teamwork and in the nude. Here's Amber, just in time to help both of them. Fire hates soapy, lathered up, creamy, soft, pulsating skin. That's it, girls. Get... Oh, every square inch. That's 
That's it. By secretly videotaping this exercise, <laughs> Jason knows the girls would give a realistic, uninhibited performance for online purchasers of this all-important firework safety video. This concludes Firework Safety and You. Now change the reel for part two. And I don't know if that was about firework safety at all. There, I forgot what it was about <laughs> until the end. Know, Jason, right? after listening to that in 2021, are you a little hesitant or a little regretful? Maybe that you said, "No, let's use my real name for that character. That'll be funny." Um, Mr. Vergler did whatever he wanted to do. Uh, he created whatever departments he wanted. Sure. Uh, Screen Door Productions being the most famous one, but uh, sometimes there was Matt in lawn care mm-hmm. and. Scotty in electrical. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. I think we might have covered that back in our Frugler episode. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he threw some of us regular people in there. Was yeah. that Scotty Kooky? Yeah. Or Scotty Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, right. yeah. Scott Reynolds was here for a very short time. I well, don't think he, he was, was here when I showed up. No, no, so Scott, it was significant. Good, good, good Scott, guy. I'm never, sure you're never, never going to hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he moved on just like Jason did. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, no, he moved uh, out east, I think. Yeah. Hmm. He'll hear it. I'll make sure I'll, I'll hunt the bastard down. <laughs> no, it's, it's nothing. He's a good dude. My favorite thing about that is just how much it nails that sort of uh, like like 50s, I don't like like, like a work tutorial thing. It's it's the work safety precautions thing that they show you before you start any job. That's the way, Jason. Good work. Make sure the water's cold, Jason. I love that narrator. I mean, yeah. I saw these kind of movies in the late 80s. Yeah, in high school, that's the ones that they would show us. You yeah. know, you would hear the the squeaky wheels on the projector be rolled in and mm-hmm. the lights would go out and uh, my forehead had hit the desk. It was mm-hmm. game over. The stuff that I got in the early 2000s was this like always like... It would just be like a bunch of like little white kids with spiky hair, but it would have like a hip hop theme for some reason. Oh yeah, and you're a like, kids bop. Drugs kid. are a bust, bro. Right, right. <laughs> they'd be like crossing their arms and right. like one is break dancing. We didn't get like the cheesy narrator as much as we just got like some guy trying to relate to us, being like, "Hey, what's going on, kids? You know, right. firework safety isn't whack." Like right. that was the kind of stuff that <laughs> wow. we were doing. Yeah, really weird stuff. Huh? Yeah, I think all that became uh, a necessity mm-hmm. once film strip went away yeah 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 so whatever those things they've been using for decades well we got to produce something new and it just happened to be that era yeah (laughs) and like the the director saw like not like a spike lee movie but like the trailer for like a spike lee movie (laughs) and he was like i get it i know what the kids like (laughs) I, I, i totally understand what's going on that's funny yeah, super weird. But yeah, that's uh, that's our man, er- Ernie Fergler. Mm-hmm. He's always getting into wacky business with those fellows over at Screen Door Productions. Mm-hmm. I hear you. He's a big fan of this podcast. He is a big fan. Yeah. I think he's the only person affiliated with the show that listens to this podcast. No, Chick. I think Chick listens. Yep, I think that's it. That's cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, that's the two. Well, thank you for listening, Steve and Chick. Uh, with the two of you, if you don't mind, please uh, subscribe. <laughs> And rate and review. Ernie. His name is like Ernie. What did I say? Oh, what? Ah, shit. Oh. Can you bleep that one out, too? He's like, he doesn't even know my name. Yeah, just or pretend, unless you're talking about Scott. Pretend that I didn't say Ernie and that I did say t- Okay. <laughs> uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Bits and Pieces. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.